Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. I thank God a day designed for us to magnify his name, to glorify his name, to just worship him and honor him. He loves us so much. Today we have new benefits. Every day he loaded us up with benefits. So we thank God that we made an, an, uh, an intention, you know, and made a quality decision to worship our King, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. So we just thank God for you tuning in on this morning or whether it's this evening when you will hear this broadcast. You might be on the highway driving or you might be in your living room or your bedroom. We just pray that the word of God that's coming forth will be a blessing to you and that it will encourage your heart. And if there needs to be any changes made in your life, that the word would inspire you, oh God, because it says his word uh, uh, leads us to repentance. You know, we, so we know that, and I'm not quoting that scripture right, but we know that his love, his grace, his mercies, you know, leads us to repentance. So uh, we just thank God on the today that you will be blessed and that you will receive the word of God as it is coming forth. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to, to come before your throne of grace. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that we can enter into your throne room with boldness and not with timidity. God, we are lifting up tonight leaders of nations all over the world, tyrant leaders. Lord, we are asking that you would lift up expose, uncover leaders of churches today. We're asking that you would bless pastors. I just heard recently over 4,000 churches have closed and shut down during this pandemic. And over, it says that like 38% of pastors have just thrown in the towel and have given up the work of the ministry. And that increase came from 29% in January of this year to now 38% of pastors. So Lord, we are lifting them up to you. Let them not lose heart. I mean, that's what the enemy wants us to do is to throw in the towel and give up on the work of the ministry. But Satan is a liar. We are standing in the gap for pastors. Those that are contemplating right now, giving up. We are asking, oh God, that you will sustain them, that you will be the lifter of, the, of their heads, that you will be the healer of their countenance. Allow them to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Oh God, that you would encourage their hearts to go keep, keep fighting. The Bible says that those that endure to the end, you know, those are the conquerors and those are the ones that, that are going to receive. God, we are lifting up, O oh God, and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We ask, O oh God, that we lift up the body of Christ. 
Lord, we pray for our local assembly. We pray for our assistant pastor, Pastor Kenny, his wife and children, our ministerial staff, our digging board, every member, every auxiliary, Lord, we're lifting up. Lord, we're lifting up Mother Gilbert on today. Her, her daughter, God, give her strength and courage your heart. We're praying for every person that's on our prayer list. Lord, you know them by name. You know every need. We thank you for moving by your divine intervention. Those that need healing, those that need deliverance. Oh, Lord, those that just, just need encouraging. Lord, we just thank you for moving by your divine power. Oh, God, that you will touch. And we know that there is power in prayer. We have not because we ask not. And Lord, we thank you today. We asking, oh God, we bind the spirit of abortion. We are praying for the babies that have no voice, that the parents, the mothers, shall not abort their babies, and that they will allow those children to live. Today we are coming against the spirit of suicide. People shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus, people shall live and not die. We come against drug addiction, people overdosing. Oh, God, we're coming against alcoholism. We are praying for the homeless. We're praying for the hopeless. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you want us to look and live. Hallelujah. Look and live because our Savior lives. And Lord, we ask today that you would bind the spirit of depression. Christmas season. We just went we just finished Thanksgiving and then we're coming into Christmas. There are people that are, are grieving, Lord, those, oh God, from the tornadoes, oh God, they have lost their homes and lost loved ones, God. Lord, we are asking that you would be with them, sustain them. Lord, this is a long haul. This is not a quick fix. Oh God, encourage their hearts. Be with them. Oh, in the name of Jesus, those that are in the hospital battling COVID and all manner of diseases, God, we are asking that you would touch, make whole, in the name of Jesus. Lord, forgive us today for anything we might have said or done that did not bring glory to you. And we'll be so careful. We are lifting up the elderly. We are lifting up, oh God, our children. Satan, we serve you notice. Our children and our children's children and our children's children's children and from generations to come, we, we declare and decree that they will serve you, love you. The only legacy that we can leave our children is a legacy to know God and to love him and to live for him. And Lord, today we are praying for our children, those that are struggling in different areas. Lord, we just ask that you will cover them with the blood and reclaim them this day. And Lord, I ask that you will let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. We've been doing a series on the renewing of the mind. And tonight, we'll be starting with uh, Lesson 8. And our scripture text for this series is coming from Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. 
It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, last week, I was talking about, I had shared with you uh, the difference between the carnal Christians and the spiritual Christians. And we had talked about the fact that the carnal Christians are soulish, they're fleshly, uh, they, 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 they uh, are persuaded and moved by how they feel and think and what the flesh wants to do. They want to satisfy the flesh. And the spiritual Christian, you know, uh, their minds are renewed, they're mature, uh, and they are spiritually developed. And we were talking about the fact that our works are going to be tried by fire. And the carnal Christians you know, that are, are believers and they are on a journey, but they're choosing to be more worldly, soulish and fleshly than spiritual. They work in the church. They do a lot of things in the church. But the key is that all those, all those works are going to be tried by fire. And we discovered that, you know, the soulish people only offer wood, hay, and stubble. And those things will burn up quickly. Where the spiritual Christians are the ones that, you know, are mature, you know, they're developed. They are offering gold, silver, and precious stones. And fire will not destroy it. We also started talking about the invasion of the mind. And uh, number one, we had discussed uh, there are five symptoms of a mind under attack by the devil. And the first one that we discussed on last week was oppressed with fear. Second Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I have shared that in the Bible, God tells us that fear is mentioned 366 times. I also share that I use and do an acronym with the word fear, uh, false evidence appearing real. We discussed also uh, that yet so often we yield ourselves to the spirit of fear, the fear of poverty, the fear of the past. The fear of the future, the fear of sickness, the fear of rejection, the fear of man, the fear of heights, flying, and other situations. We have to know that we know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The demon 
spirit of fear was the first demon to attack Adam and Eve after they sinned. In Genesis 3 and 10, and he said, I heard that voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Hmm. Fear is negative faith. Fear is faith in the devil. It will torment us, oppress us, put us into bondage, and can lead us into a nervous breakdown if we allow any type of fear to control us. Then, then, we are under attack. But the good news is that we do not have to live in fear. Jesus is our deliverer. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. And you know, that scripture is so powerful. But it's, it's the things you know that will set you free. It's the word of God that you know will set you free. And that's why when he told his disciples, you know, continue in my word. And if you continue in my word, you will be my disciples. And if you're continuing in, your, in his word, then you will know the truth. And the truth will make you free. So they'll... So the first symptom of, of the invasion of the mind is the spirit of oppression. The second symptom of the mind that's under the attack by the devil is ruled by pride, ego, and vanity. Romans 12 and 3, it says, I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. I mean, there, you know, God wants us to love ourselves because he tells us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. But sometimes people go overboard with themselves and they're all about me, myself, and I could care less about their neighbors. So it, it, the scripture clearly tells us that if we can think too highly of ourselves, we also can think too lowly of ourselves. So there has to be a balance when it comes to how we feel about ourselves and think about ourselves it should be a balance we can't go overboard and yet we can't go under and can't think less than what god has said we are hallelujah he lets us know who we are he told us that we are the head and not beneath we are above hallelujah you know he tells us who we are we are kings we are priests we are a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. We are seated with him in heavenly places. We have to know who we are in Christ. 
Hallelujah. But but know that, but don't think too highly of yourself. Philippians 2 and 3 says, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. The Bible warns us against pride. Lucifer, Lucifer fell because of pride. He, he wanted the people to worship him and not God. <laughs> we should never treat people with arrogance or walk around puffed up and full of our own self-importance. Knowledge puffs up. But love edifies. Colossians, I mean, 1 Corinthians 8 and 1 says, Now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. You know, a lot of people that forever learning, you know, and sometimes people are going to college, they're in Bible schools just to just to learn how to argue and come against, <laughs> you know, there's, there's the atheist that's coming against the Christian. And then there are people that are, you know, going to Bible schools because they don't believe every, uh, maybe everything in the Bible that the Lord says is for us and they fight against one another. You know, don't blame the preacher. Don't blame the, 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 the person that's preaching the word that's coming out of the Bible. I want everything that God has for me. Everything he has for us, we need to want it. You know, I mean, they tell us all the time that there's different doctrines that don't believe, you know, in the gifts of the spirit. They don't believe that that's for today. But I tell you, if, 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 that, if that person that's reading the tarot cards and telling people of their future, which is a counterfeit, with using demonic powers, how much the more God can speak to us through His Holy Spirit, through the gifts of the Spirit, encouraging a person. I mean, through a word of knowledge. I mean, how, things that He would let us know about someone else that only the Holy Spirit could have shared that with us. If there's a real, there's also a counterfeit. And we know the gifts of the Spirit are yet in operation. And these are the things that draw people unto God. When you can operate by the Spirit, listen to God, share a word with them that only the Holy Spirit could have revealed to you. So people whose minds are ruled by pride usually begin every sentence with I. I think. I want. I did. I feel. The key to our success is that Jesus and his lordship must increase in our lives and self must decrease more and more. John 3.30, John said, he says, he must increase, but I must decrease. Just just lose sight of yourself and just keep your sight on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. The third symptom is polluted with unclean thoughts. Matthew 5, 
verses 27 and 28. Ye have heard that it was said of them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. 1 John 2 verses 16 and 17 says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away and lust thereof. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever. 1 Peter 2 and 11 Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust which war against the soul. You know, some people will look down on a person that has fallen and made a mistake, but yet they could have been this, the very one that looked on a woman and lust in his spirit for her. He, he didn't you know, do it physically, but he did it in his mind and in his thoughts, just as guilty as the one that actually committed the adultery. You know, and so some people, you know, when people fall, you know, they tend to put them down. But the Bible says those who are strong must bear the infirmities of the weak. We have to be able to minister to a person that has fallen. All of us have missed the mark. All of us have fallen short and missed the mark. But thank God for his grace and his mercies. Lust is any unhealthy, uncontrolled desire motivated by the power of seduction. Lust is a strong desire that drives us to satisfy and gratify the appetites and affections of the flesh. If the flesh wants it, you're going to go for it. That's, that's what lust will do. Lust is any unhealthy, uncontrolled desire motivated by the power of seduction. Lust starts off with thoughts in the mind. James 1 verses 14 and 14 and 15 says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. It can become a stronghold, a fortress in our mind, and then manifest itself in lustful actions, especially sexual sin. The progression shows why it is so important that we do not let our minds become defiled with unholy thoughts. That's why uh, uh, Philippians 4 and 8 tells us, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are of a good report, it says, think on those things. But as long as you're thinking about lustful things, you know, the first thing, once you get the thought, then the behavior is going to come into play. And once the behavior becomes into play, then comes the action.
And once the action is fulfilled, now you've, 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 you've lost the battle. So we have to learn how to walk in the spirit so that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The Bible clearly tells us that uh, 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 an adulterer, a fornicator will not inherit the kingdom of God. We did not say that. Don't get mad with the preacher when the preacher gives you the word. God would that none should perish, but that we all come into the truth. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a tight way. It, it's a right way. You know, God said there's a broad way that leads to destruction, but the narrow way that leads to uh, uh, heaven. And, and, and so we, we just thank God that we want to renew our minds. You know, uh, the thought itself is not sin. See, when the thought comes, it is not sin. Sin is when we entertain those thoughts, dwell upon them, and give them room in our minds to them. Remember that we cannot stop the birds of the air from flying over our heads, but we can stop them from building nests in our hair. So tonight we're going to leave you with uh, that uh, second thought. Next week we will deal, deal with number four. I'm sorry, we, we did do number three, polluted with, polluted with unclean thoughts. Next week we will start discovering number four, overcome with depression and heaviness. So we just thank God for the lesson on this morning or whether you're hearing it on this evening. And today we would like to offer uh, for you to receive Jesus. And we're going to pray for those that are struggling with lust. Those that are struggling with thoughts that they're bringing and allowing to come and manifest through their thought patterns. So Lord, tonight we are praying for those that are struggling with the spirit of lust. Lord, you came to set free and to deliver. And Lord, we know that lust starts first in your thought pattern. That's why Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it's important that those that are battling with the spirit of lust, those, oh God, that are waking up in the middle of the night, leaving their wives in, in the bed, going on uh, 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 the internet and watching pornography, Lord, these people can be set free by your power. And so, Lord, tonight we are standing in the gap for them. And for those that would like to receive Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner. <laughs> I believe in your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Forgive me of all of my sins. Come and live on the inside of me. Sanctify me. Justify me. Purify me. Fill me with your spirit. And write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my friend. If you prayed that prayer, give us a call at 856 629 one seven six four the heavens are rejoicing i am rejoicing the angels are rejoicing for every soul that repenteth on today we thank you for your new journey 
and we are praying for you. Whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord. God bless. We love you.